Coach Phyllis. I'm back with another segment from Myself to You Transitional Life Coaching. Diving back in a little bit more about the adolescent girls. So we kind of dove in and gave a definition so we could get clarity because it's just the terminology. Is it a teenager? Is it a young adult? Or is it an adolescent? We found that they all three are the same. It's just a different term. So we also realized that according to what region of the world you live in, the western or the eastern region, of when they start um, ranging the age range of the adolescents, most start at age 10 and go up to age 18, some go up to age 24, and some even go up to age 21. So it depends on where you live. But one thing I think we all realized that we had in common is the growth and development of our girls and how important it is that they meet us as they're navigating through this process. So today I just wanted to dive in a little bit and give some tips to the parents on how to navigate when dealing with children going through adolescence. So we know that their bodies are changing we understand that puberty is hitting and we know that some physical changes are going to emerge and then some sexuality is is part of the change and that's normal it's healthy it's a healthy development so we want to leave room for questions when these changes are happening in our adolescents' lives. We wanna make sure that we allow them to ask their questions and at their pace. Yes, we've all experienced this as adults. We experienced these stages before in our lives, but it's good to allow them because it's given them the opportunity to think, to question, and to analyze, to process, and get an understanding of their body. So it's, it's so important. I remember um, when my daughter had went through an adolescent stage and she came to me with questions and it was around the time of her menstrual cycle. So we sat down, we had a talk about it, but it just, it didn't happen just one time. It happened, I would say, her first year of experiencing this we had quite a bit of conversations because each month was different for her. Now, when I went through mine, growing up in a household of all females, except for my dad, and being the youngest, so I was fortunate enough to be able to go to my sisters when my body started changing and things started happening, and I hadn't a clue what in the world was going on with my body why was this happening and how do i deal with this how do i take care of myself so the hygiene part is very important and how do you take care of it because we know that accidents happen and then when accidents happen you're also left with embarrassment and shame and we do not want that have i experienced that before absolutely so i wanted to make sure when I got a better grip about this and my daughter was experiencing this, I wanted to make sure, hey, let's try not to get her in that same little rut that you were in. And no, it wasn't my mom's fault. It was my fault because I wasn't really savvy on how to take care of myself at that time and to put on the 
the sanitary pad. They were a little different back then than they are now, much different. So I had a little problems with that. But then as time went on and I got used to it, I was pretty good with that because I didn't want to go down that road again. But we want to make sure that we leave, you know, questions and answers. We want to leave that Q&A for our uh, adolescents, girls to be able to talk about, okay? We want to start these conversations early and about important topics and maintain open communication about healthy relationships, sex and uh, sexuality, consent and safety and how to prevent, righty, sexual transmitted disease. We want to make sure because those things can happen in infections and up to pregnancy substance abuse starting these conversations during an early adolescent age will help build a good framework for discussion later they might not go down that road just yet but that road that path is open and we want to be able to know that we have instilled in our girls information about this so that when these conversations arise because they're not around us all the time remember they go to school they're around their peer pressure they're around friends they're around just all kind of outside forces when they get on the bus or when they're walking to school and we want to make sure the conversations that they hear that they are ready to tackle those and they know how to answer them and they understand the importance of how to answer them. If someone's offering them uh, a substance, that uh, drug or substance, they understand the consequences that could follow along with that. They're not just gonna take it and think it's something cool. Why? Because you had these conversations with them and you already alerted them and they are aware. But we, you know, keep the conversations positive. Don't make the conversation seem like a struggle, a battle, or, you know, point out their strengths, point out their celebrations, applaud them. If they come to you and and they say, hey, mom, it was a group of children or whomever they're talking to at that time, it was a group of children and they all were going behind the school and they had some weed and they were smoking weed and asked me did I want to come and I say no that's huge for them to have said no then you celebrate that and you even dive a little deeper in and say why did you say no why didn't you go and they're going to tell you why they didn't go and I bet you a big part of why they didn't go is because of those early conversations that you had early on with those important topics that you were exposing life lessons to them that you weren't hiding things from them. So you were preparing them. Be supportive and set clear limits with high but reasonable expectations. Communicate clear and reasonable expectations like for curfew, for school engagements, a big one, media use, behavior. Um, At the same time, expand opportunities for more independence. Over time, as your children take on responsibilities, you want them to become a little bit more independent because remember, we're grooming them for the next stage in their lives. Youth with parents that aim at this balance have been shown to have lower rates of depression and drug use. Why? I think it's some trust going along in there and we're giving them the opportunity to show who they are 
and allowing them to be a little bit more independent and giving them responsibilities. And they kind of appreciate that because they feel themselves growing up. So they see the maturity in themselves too. And they have that rapport with you because these conversations have started early and they enjoy them. So sometimes you do have to discuss risky behaviors like sexual activity and the substance abuse and the consequences. But be sure to set a positive example for yourself. This can help teens consider or rehearse decision make it ahead of time and prepare for them when they happen you could do some role playing with your children and just pretend like hey I'm the guy on the corner that's selling the drugs and you know I'm cute and I'm cool and everybody in school wants to be around me and he chose you but you know what he's about how are you going to handle that so it's a lot going on here because he's the popular guy. He's cute. Everybody wants to be around him, but he got a bad habit. How are you going to deal with that? Do some role playing. You might not want to, you know, set things that way, but I just wanted to give you an example. You want to honor the independence and their individuality. This is all part of moving into that early adulthood. We call it the emerging adult always remind your children that you're there you're there for them and you will always be there to help them when they need it that is one of the main factors that every parent should want that their children feel comfortable talking to them knowing they're there for them and they can talk about anything with them because you're going to guide them down the right path So part of the role playing, part of the early conversations, now with bringing up things that, hey, it didn't happen yet, but because you're in that stage of your life, you're going to be introduced to it. Hey, this is Coach Phyllis from Myself to You Transitional Life Coaching. Parents, these were just a few little tips to help you kind of, you know, dive into those conversations with your children and making sure that as they grow to that next level, that you are there, that you are talking to them. It's very important. I'll chat with you later.